Hello and welcome to the Real Exes of Portland podcast, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I'm Heather. I'm Sophie. And I'm Amy. And we are real women, real friends, with real stories. That are super juicy. And I might add, real boobs. (laughs) And we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. And we will be hanging out with you guys every Wednesday afternoon. And you know what Wednesday is? Wine Wine Wednesday. Wednesday. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, guys. Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Whatever time you're listening. Welcome back. Uh, We love having you. Thank you. I'm struggling with the intro here. Can you tell? (laughs) Anyway, happy. You should be good at this. This is only like 16 or 17 times you've done it. I am a professional. (laughs) I am a professional. What am I doing? Um, Anyways, thanks for coming back and listening, guys. We have a... Oh, first of all, I'm being gestured. Cheers. Happy Wine Wednesday. Wednesday. Hopefully everyone is listening after work and they have their wine because we have a super fun episode today. We are going to be, <laughs> I'm getting lots of weird looks just so you guys know. <laughs> Anyways, Amy, we're going to continue our historical um, <laughs> history lessons here. And you've heard from Sophie, you've heard from me, and today we are going to hear from Amy and hear about all all about her childhood and her background and her heritage and what kind of a mutt she is. <laughs> <laughs> so Amy, take it away. Okay, Benny. Oh, that's my dog. I'm mimicking my own little, yes. my little 10 pounder. He's a yelper. Yapper. Yeah, he's, he's a little a yapper. High pitch. High pitch. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. That's enough about I'm gonna, that. I'm going to spend a week with, weekend with him. I'm going to shape him up. You need to shape him up. He needs a lot of You want to come shape. to my house next? No. Yeah, she has a little dog. Amy has a little dog too. Ender, yeah. Okay. All right, Let's Amy, see. take it away. Yeah. Well, I don't know exactly all the heritage pieces. I really want to take the test. I grew up knowing that my mom's side of the family is more German. And I think pretty strong German, actually, which my my grandmother, uh, my mom's mom, she was a sweet lady, um, but she was kind of like a more stern grandma, uh, not quite so fluffy. Mm-hmm. Um and then my dad's side of the family, I know, like, we, there have been multiple family trees done, so there are other family members who know, like, all the details, but I, I believe that family came, originated around, like, Italy, Spain, that area, and then eventually went to, um, to Mexico, and then my dad's side, my dad's ground or my dad's dad was born in Mexico and then he eventually moved up to so your dad's dad so his mm-hmm. his grandfather his grandfather yes so what year would and that I, have been I don't know I'm horrible at dates um my I do know 
my great grandmother, my dad's grandma, she didn't speak any English. She only spoke Spanish. And she was like a four foot something. She was so short. And I only remember her a few times, but if like glances could kill, ah, yeah. <laughs> that's what she was. But she was around a lot of boys and men as well. So she was pretty stern, but she didn't say a whole lot. But, and she had no, if I remember right, she she wasn't ever going to speak English and she wasn't going to ever try. Like, mm. And where did she live? Did she live in California or she in Mexico? She lived in Mexico. Oh, it's still in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. So there wouldn't so. be any reason to learn mm. English. Yeah. Not not so much, other than the family in California was speaking English. So, mm. um, so it's kind of interesting when my um, dad's dad uh, moved into California, which I'm not entirely sure when that was exactly, but I believe he was younger. But I don't know. I'll have to check on these things. But we were Mexican, however, we. There is like this whole culture in Mexico that you either are going to be kind of like embedded in Mexico and your culture or you want something more for your family. And my dad's side of the family, or at least my grandfather, wanted something more. And that's why they moved into California. And uh, lots of traditions were lost. So um, not the tradition of like family and big big Mm -hmm. gatherings because I mean they're ginormous but um all the other cultural pieces a lot of that was lost and my sisters and I are just now like kind of relearning about our past and all the things that like we missed out and we are kind of sad about those things because we we didn't experience like the true like Mexican Mexican culture stuff so but um my my dad's mom (coughs) I think my dad's mom's family may have been from Germany as well um I actually I don't know a ton of like heritage stuff but I actually did have uh, relationships with all of my great-grandmothers so they were all around when I was young I remember all of them I remember family interactions um I my dad's mother's family was from Michigan, and lots of them still live in Michigan. And then my, obviously, my dad's side of the family is Mexico and California, and most of them still live in California, and then just a few live here in Oregon. And then my mom's side of the family, my mom has, like, this small little family, mm-hmm. and um, they are here in other I don't know where one of them is, but uh, one... So my mom has a couple sisters, and um, they're from here. So my mom uh, was born and raised in Oregon, mm-hmm. and so uh, my she's a local. <laughs> I'm a local. <laughs> yes, my dad actually. So my dad has um, two older siblings, and then a younger brother that's eleven months younger than my dad. And uh, mm. my dad's older brother, I think they're about nine years apart. Mm-hmm. He was, um, he, I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> he was in. Join the club. Oh, he was in the, uh, Vietnam and, uh, he got injured <coughs> and, um, he, 
came home from Vietnam and then uh, got married. And he and his wife moved to St. Helens. And my dad was still living in California and he wanted to see his, he wanted to see my uncle and his wife. And so he drove up here from LA to St. Helens. And on the way into Oregon, my dad's car broke down. And so he had to get a job in Portland to buy the parts to then drive back home. And uh, my mom worked at the Portland J.C. Penney's at the time in the jewelry department. And when my dad got a job to pay for the parts for his vehicle, he got a job in the sporting goods section. Uh, and so that's how my parents met wow. was at the Portland J.C. Penney's. Oh, my God. Yeah. So and um, they they met. They knew of each other. I think my dad said that you know, he, he liked her from the very beginning, but my mom was, she wasn't playing too hard to get, but my, my mom knew exactly (laughs) what she wanted and, and she wasn't going to play games. So she don't mess around. (laughs) No, she's not messing around. Um, they eventually (coughs) started, uh, getting to know each other and dating. I think they dated for like a year and then got engaged and I think they got married maybe a year later how if old that, were they? I believe 20 and 21 yeah, yeah. and then um and then my mom had me at 20 23 22 23 something like that mm-hmm. just a couple of years later mm-hmm. and then I'm the oldest of four girls and we are all two years apart we're actually two of us so my sister christy is two years younger than me she and i actually both had the same due date but two years apart and my sister christy i mean katie and Lacey, they actually had the same due date two years apart whoa my mom Uh is the oldest of four Three out of the four were naturally born in different years on the the same same day. (gasps) What? That's crazy. The world record, I think, was four when I checked, like, a long time ago. But my mom was born on November 9th. Her sister, second, the the next sister, Dorothy, she was born in March 22nd, I think it was. And then Ada was born on November 9th, and Sonia was born on November 9th. Oh my gosh, that's natural crazy. birth. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, we know when she was fertile. <laughs> well, we know when my grandfather. <laughs> if you do it, I was like, oh, I think it was near his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! <laughs> oh no, no, that's awesome. Yeah, nope. We're two years apart. Um, we grew up. So my parents, when they were first married, lived in Gladstone in a little apartment. And actually quite a few <coughs> friends or family relatives actually lived in those apartments. And a couple years later, um, they, my dad's, um, like con- my dad worked for a construction drywall company and they built some houses out in Oregon City, but in Beaver Creek, which is... Most people don't know where Beaver Creek is, but they know where Malala is, and it's close to Malala and Woodburn. <laughs> so, and it was in the neighborhood, like kind of 
what you were sharing, the typical neighborhood, you know, outings, riding your bike mm-hmm. and and hanging out at friends' houses and, and things like that. Um, I went to a little country elementary school um, called Karis. Like a one-room schoolhouse. You're not <laughs> no, that old. Quite, not quite like that. But that school, the original school was a one-room schoolhouse. Oh, cool. It was on the property. And it was from like 1920 or something. Mm. And my ex-husband's grandmother used to be a teacher there. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I went to this little elementary school um, out there. I, I liked... I liked living out in the country, but I liked having neighbors and friends. Um, I actually have a few girlfriends that I met out there. There were two twins, Joanne and Jennifer, and we were inseparable. And they lived on a little piece of property. And uh, they had... it was out in the country and it was full of like all kinds of trees and forestry stuff. And you heard all kinds of noises. So, you know, kids in their imaginations, mm-hmm. you know, we, we didn't necessarily, our, were ours or maybe theirs, I don't know, a combination of the three of us was like, you know, there, there was the street, um, next to their house and a gentleman had been driving and I think he was drunk and he hit a tree and he died. Oh, wow. And so off that street, all the older kids were like, oh, there's ghosts mm-hmm. and things like ghosts from, you know, people from past. And the, the guy who died there, he came up as a ghost and he would wander the woods. And so they their backyard was in that woods. And so we would go out and we would have like our flashlight hunting for these like <laughs> ghosts and weird things. And I don't know. I I had a really fun childhood out there um oh, there he goes um we lived in a small house though for six of us i believe it was about 1100 square oh, feet man. Wow. no more than 12 mm-hmm. we had a nice huge backyard but a small little house for <laughs> All of us, each of us shared a bedroom with a sibling. So Christy and I always shared a room Mm -hmm. until I went to college or moved out. And Katie and Lacey always mostly shared a room. And then um, kindergarten through fifth grade, I was at the elementary school out in um, Oregon City. And then my parents told all of us girls we were moving. And we were moving quite far for us um we were a huge um we were huge and very active in our church and we were going to our church so we lived in Oregon City our church was in Tualatin it was about a 45 minute drive and we were going out there like three or four times a week oh wow so then my um mom uh, my mom's mom or my mom's dad built a house in Tualatin in the country, like in the country country. And um, there was a house for rent, two houses up from where my grandmother lived. And it was like 2,500 square feet on three acres, three and a half acres. And it was, their rent back then was $600. Oh my Lord. I, (coughs) And so 
we moved from Oregon City into Tualatin, and our house was actually on the border of Tualatin and West Lynn. So because my mom grew up going to Westland schools, we were grandfathered into Westland schools. So um, I went to, um, oh, I went to middle school my sixth grade year at Willamette, which, which is in Westland, Willamette. Um, but now that school is an elementary school. Mm-hmm. And then I was actually homeschooled my seventh and eighth grade year. With the rest of your siblings? Mm-hmm. Yep. Why were you I guys homeschooled? I didn't homes? know they did that way back then. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> we were homeschooled because my parents weren't keen about the school system. And like everything that we were learning, my mom just wasn't fond of the curriculum. And so were you the only one that was two years or did all of you do two years? Nope. I was the only one with two years. It was my mom homeschooled until high school and we played sports in the community. Like we did everything. We were very, very social. We Mm -hmm. were just homeschooled and actually some of us took classes at the local middle school. So, um, I was homeschooled seventh grade and eighth grade and then went to Westland High School, and then my siblings were homeschooled until they hit high school. Wow. And then jumped up from there. And part so of- So your youngest was in mm-hmm. homeschool for most of her- Yeah, a good portion, six years. And um, mm-hmm. we, and the, the fun part of that is that we got all the social stuff, because we're still going to church three or four times a week, and then all my siblings were playing sports at the time. I didn't play sports really until high school. And uh, we had, I had a thought and it just went out the window. Um, we, gosh darn it. Well, I thought right. of something I can say. <laughs> Sorry. I'll clear up some dead space here. Or, I mean, fill up. <laughs> I just remembered. As far as sports, I did gymnastics. <laughs> Sorry, I have to interject that. I forgot. I'm like, shit, did I not do anything? No, you did something. I thought of another trauma experience, too, and it was about swimming, but we can talk about that another time. It has showers in it? Is something to do with showers? No. no. I don't remember what I was oh, going to say, but um, we we were really inundated, inundated with all the social oh the fun the stuff that we were able to do is we were able to do more like vacations mm-hmm. family vacations because when you're homeschooled you can go anywhere at any point in time. time and my mom was very structured because she was raising the four of us and she was homeschooling us and then my mom also ran a daycare from home oh so my god my mom is very type a and she's very organized and very like she's was incredible as a like stay-at-home mom who did tons of things besides like the home stuff she was very involved in church I learned how to plan events through my mother Mm because that's what my mom did for for like women's ministries and um so yeah my mom my mom did a lot of things my mom was like an entrepreneur from home yeah and um and that piece of um being homeschooled was super fun. We kind of, our schedule for homeschooling is that we had all the subjects that you would have in normal school and then you <coughs> could finish them and however long it took you. Mm-hmm. So two of us, it took us all day. And then the other two, it took like three and a half hours. <laughs> uh, 
and but you guys would learn different things at different pace or how does it work because there's so many different grade levels well um yes different it's uh different we had different curriculum for different ages However, when you're kind of homeschooled, you can jump you can jump some of those things. So what it would take you like a year to learn in regular school, it can actually take you just several months when on your own time. And then did your mom have a curriculum that she was following? <coughs> yep. She had, she had several curriculums. So there was like curriculum for math and it was a different curriculum for social studies and and she would actually te- I'm mm-hmm. like I don't know anything yep, about homeschooling I couldn't even I can't even fathom even though we went through covid yeah <laughs> I had no part in yeah. any education of my son during that time yeah I will no. admit to it no no Nope, she did. She taught everything. My mom was very gifted in school, and my mom did well in school. And she had a very driven mind. My mom, before she got pregnant with me, she was going to school to be a lawyer. And uh, she was very good at that kind of thinking. And uh, tried to finish school, but then was so sick with morning sickness, she couldn't finish. So, um. Amy. <laughs> yeah, I put a damper in things. Um, and then she, so yeah, we were homeschooled. And then I went into a regular high school for me was um, 9th through 12th. And um, went to Westland High School. I loved high school. High school was huge for me. Not school because I had a very difficult time in school. I'm lucky I graduated, but thankfully, thankful to my dad who requires very little sleep. He would stay until like 1.30 or 2 o'clock in the morning while I finished my homework and help me through homework and then would get up at 5 or 4.30 to do, to get ready for work. And I took an early class, so I caught the bus, Christy and I caught the bus at 5.30 in the morning. I took a dance class and we, because we lived, um, we lived a little bit, you know, further away from the high school, our morning class bus ride was over an hour long. Oh my God. And I guess. Was it a public school bus or? Oh. Yeah, it was a public school bus. And um, <laughs> I get, as you know, I get horribly car sick or mm. bus sick. So I took a, so I took a bus, I took a dance class in the morning. So I'd just show up in like my leotard, my sweatshirt, and then I would take my backpack and put, put it like a pillow and try to sleep as much as I could on the bus. Oh, wow. And then I got to class just before seven, just before my class. And that's what I did. All uh, she and I both did it all four years. Whoa. So was it weird going from homeschooling? Mm. No, it wasn't because we were so. So all of my sisters played softball and volleyball. My parents were coaches and refs, so we were hardly ever home. Oh, so we were home uh, during the day and at night. We were we weren't home until we got home from mm. like some kind of sport thing, and then before being homeschooled all those kids I went to school with they went to Rolling Hills Church which is where I'm from well that's the church I attended for 18 years everybody knew 
I mean, if you went to that church, you knew everybody, and mm-hmm. everybody was inundated with sports and the city that went to the church. So, um, yeah, it it was very for me. It was pretty fluid. It was like, oh well, I still saw those friends that I did prior to being homeschooled. So I just saw those friends when I got into high school. Oh, that's interesting. I had the whole homeschool thing still yeah. kind of like. It's different, like, my my younger sister, Lacey, um, or the youngest, she homeschools all of her kids, and she ha- she is just <laughs> like my mom. Like, she and her husband are, like, miniature versions of my parents, and they just have that mindset, whereas school was horribly difficult for me then. It hasn't changed, <laughs> like, so uh, I couldn't homeschool my kids even for the betterment of their own Mm -hmm. studies like Mm -hmm. I am so I get so many other aspects out of life but being book smart what didn't come easy and it was super hard so the whole homeschool thing is not something I could or would sign up for I would never (laughs) in my entire life (laughs) yeah Ever. It's not for everybody. I but. couldn't. I, I like you see it on TV. You see people doing it, yeah. and okay, kids. Like okay, now you guys go work in your math, and I'm like, damn. I the one thing I do. I'll be will like, say, let's watch Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that was helpful is I had the two of us who had a hard time in school. Me very much at the top of the list is that it gave me time to process information yeah. in school. It's like get it done, get it done, learn this. And then, but I, I was so stressed by not even getting the first thing, let alone the 10 things. So having that time was probably good. And overall homeschool families are when they, when they do testing, homeschool families are overall smarter and have higher IQs than, than regular public school I can see why I mean especially because you're amongst 30 kids I mean we were having our class sizes were up here over 30 Mm -hmm. like 33 35 Mm -hmm. yep and I was always in a split class so so they're like grade four and grade five would be in one room Mm -hmm. and the teacher and it would be the 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 kids that were in the older grades so say and they're in the fifth grade they were kind of a little bit like borderline mm-hmm. like not advanced so they weren't with the older kids so we were with the younger kids yep and, and that's hard that's so tough it's... and then I've always had you know struggles with reading mm-hmm. and writing and with my soon-to-be yeah. diagnosed dyslexia it's 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 it kind of it, it leaves it to be kind of almost impossible. Obviously, it's possible because we all you know graduated, but it makes it so difficult. Ugh, so there was so much. Yeah, like never. I I could not read a book for the life of me. Yeah. Couldn't stay interested. Had a hard time understanding. Mm. I, it's just so those little bit like those pieces. Yeah, of I could see how school school was really would... really good because you have the time, and then when you get it, then it's like smooth sailing. You know, you have yeah. it. So, um, and because we're we all, all of us were super close, um, we were constantly doing camping trips and like family. Um, darn it I'm just not thinking well tonight but um oh reunions family reunions so family reunions on my dad's side of the family are like 70 people 
And we would go camping every year between California, Idaho. We went to Wyoming one year. Um, but we would go every single year to California, and we would go camp on the Deschutes or Metolius River. And mm-hmm. we always did these fun things. And so, you know, if we were lacking in some areas, like the family aspect of it, um, we weren't. And we're all very close today. So... <clears throat> that was good. Um, when I got into high school, I did play sports. I did not play real big group score- sports like my siblings did. Um, I s- was a swimmer. Mm-hmm. So I did the swim team and I took dance, which I had taken dance, a little bit of dance as a child, but I did ballet and jazz and modern and African dance. And I did that through college too. How come and we never see you dance today, Amy? Because <laughs> I know even Brian's like, ah, you have I this whole see your, bad I dance. I want to see your African dance. I need some proof. <laughs> I don't know if I believe this. No, I don't, I don't know what they do. Regular dance, like clubbing, is a different kind of dance. Yeah. Like for me, I'm a clubber. That's the only yeah. kind of dance I know. I. I would go to the club and hang out in the group, but I'm sorry, no part of ballet is in clubbing. Yeah. <laughs> no part of ballet. Oh and I'm That'd a serious we person. We should do a field trip. <laughs> oh, yeah, now. I'm a good dance. I like to. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. I, I could put music on. I could be. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so, I got rhythm. Yeah. I, I, I like the structure dance. <laughs> ballet I'm just I just like it yeah I do and because I'm more serious it kind of fits my personality Mm -hmm. like that was kind of my you know everybody has their passion and kind of what you put out into the world and that was that was my thing so um mine's (laughs) I'm too sexy Oh, we definitely, we definitely had those like combinations of dances, <laughs> but that is not <laughs> what's in the song. front. It's a song. It's a song. I'm oh, too I sexy. Know. No, I know the song. I'm too <laughs> sexy for <laughs> my... I was just, I almost put <laughs> that in a reel recently. We got to do oh, that now. Okay. But um, I don't know. High school was super fun for me. I, I did take a lot of... Bo- I, wasn't super great at biology, but I took marine biology oh, yeah. and oceanography because I was going to be a marine biologist. Oh, yeah, and, I remember you saying that. Um, and then me. I didn't become one, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I went to prom on my senior year. I had a college boyfriend. Oh, he was in college. He was in college. And actually, my mom and I were just talking about this this week because I met him when I was 15, which is, is Isabel's going to be my daughter's age. You would never put up with that right now. If she was (laughs) dating a college guy, what the? (laughs) We couldn't. He was in college when you were 15 years old? Yeah, but we couldn't individual date. I had to go on group dates with my two double Laura friends. There's a legal term for this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Probably more like 15 and a half when oh. we met. <laughs> but I mean, we couldn't be alone. Like my parents had real strict rules. It had to, we had to be group date. And my girlfriend, okay, you guys have, or at least you've met my dad. If I mean, most people just don't mess with my dad. No. Including, oh, this, this, this is funny. So my sixth grade year, we're going, all of us girls are uh, going to our first, you know, high school dance. 
And my dad looked at me and he was like, no dancing with boys. And my girlfriends were with me. And he looked at them and he was like, she is not allowed to dance with a boy. Don't let her dance with a boy. So we get to we get to the school and we're dancing and there's a couple guys and I'm actually very then very shy, very quiet, didn't really talk a whole lot. But um, I don't know. There was this like this fun guy and he was he was kind of jiving with us and I kind of walked over and was dancing a little bit and both my friends no joke they kind of like pulled me on the back of my shirt and they were like remember what your dad said we're not we're not you have to follow the rules we're we're not gonna you know we're not gonna go down for you basically is what that was we're not gonna go down for you we're not gonna mess with your dad because yeah um but then we started dating when I was 16, and uh, he was the sweetest first boyfriend. He um, he was a double major and a double minor. A double a double major. He did uh, chemistry and math, and a double minor of biology and something else. And he got a job just to drive home and see me. And he would write these poems, and he actually wrote them. Uh, he wrote <laughs> these poems and then um, had them delivered to school with a flower and a balloon, like after lunch. So I had to carry them through all my classes. <laughs> At the end of the day, he did that like three or four times. I love him. Yeah, that is so, so thoughtful yeah. and cute and sweet. Oh, my gosh. He was gosh. a great, great a first boyfriend. He was my first like That's major good, kiss. That set the a good stage. It did. You know? Yeah. It was expectations very high. Yes. Yeah. Poor, the, all the other guys, the poor schmucks. They couldn't compare. Yeah. <laughs> <early>. <laughs> poor schmucks. Yeah. And his parents <laughs> That's actually. That's a good word. Schmuck. Yeah. Schmuck. Oh, yeah, That's a great much. one. That was from like Happy Days. That, that's what yeah. I think of. I was schmuck. like, schmuck. I used schmuck actually kind of a lot oh. at home. Um, his parents, my mom went to school with his parents. So, you know, they kind of mm. knew. And yeah. he was just a great first boyfriend. And uh, yeah, high school was great. I had a great time. I didn't have a great time for, you know, grades, but the social mm. part helped me kind of expand and start to become a little yeah. bit more social were you a cheerleader I actually didn't become a cheerleader <laughs> until college college yes, cheerleader. I am the high school gal that made fun of all my girlfriends who oh. were a cheerleader in high school and I had several but then I got oh. to college and tried out because why not and, wow. and you're tall <clears throat> yep mm-hmm. I was at the bottom always had somebody lip my lifter. sister was so petite that she was always on the top. top. Yeah, they throw her up. I in got there. I got grounded. I could not go to my cheerleading um, tryouts because I got grounded. Oh, what'd you do, Sophie? I stayed after <laughs> school to practice, and I got home, and my mom said you didn't ask for permission, so you're grounded oh, and can't go to the tryouts the next day. Oh. I feel like I was grounded half my childhood. <laughs> Kyle has not been grounded yet. I think he needs a grounding. I don't think I ever grounded my daughter, actually. I was grounded twice. I was kind of, Katie and I, I mean, it's just in our family, everybody knows. Katie and I, like, (laughs) my parents would tell us to do something, and we just overall did it. And then the other two were just a little bit, 
not that way. <laughs> so Katie and I would just learn. <laughs> we didn't want to get in trouble, so we just wouldn't do those things. Right. And so, smart. But we are a little bit quieter and shyer. We're more observers. She and I are very similar. But then, like, uh, Lacey and Katie are extremely similar when they're together and stuff. So. It's kind of interesting how the dynamics change as you get older and yeah, such. Yeah, my mom had, I mean, my mom was the oldest of four mm-hmm. sisters. Yeah. And it it was a crazy you, household. Yeah. It was very loud. Yeah. We Screaming. Were, we didn't do, like, we, we did, I would say we probably had our worst, like, arguments and fights when we were locked in the car when my parents were at the grocery store. I'm probably I sure you've you heard locked in the closet. When <laughs> no, <you said> no, <laughs> no nope. Locked in the car. Yeah. We would yeah. get into these gnarly fights. And then by the end, we would make do because if mm-hmm. mom and dad ever thought that there was any kind of, you know, fighting or arguing going on, you know, they put that to rest. So right, right. we kind of make ends meet. But my dad was really good in the fact that he didn't have sons, so he taught all of us, I mean, both my parents, because my mom um, was all girls in her family, so mm-hmm. her dad taught her all kind of the boy stuff, mm-hmm. and my dad taught us like ev- just anything you could teach a boy. We hunting, couldn't pee fishing, on a, yes, we hunted. out in the back, yeah. Yeah, fishing. fishing. Mowing the lawn. Yeah. And I also helped with... Um, like painting, yeah, yeah, moving furniture. I did putting too. a yep. paper wallpaper. Yeah, me too. Changing I the that. oil in a car. He taught us how to do oh. that. He taught us how to change, uh, do, put uh, chains on a tire. Like all of mm, those things, you very would good skills to have. teach us. Putting up a patio, nailing crap. I think it's so. <laughs> like, don't hit your finger. Oh my god. Yeah. I remember the one time, this is one of the things I super remember. I was young, like uh, we lived in Oregon City and my dad would chew a little beech nut when he was working on the yard, definitely never in the house. Or he'd smoke What's a, a pipe. What's a is beech? So chew? it's like tobacco, like chew, uh, <laughs> beech it's nut. It's with a beech nut. Yeah, beech oh, nut. Not and beech. Uh, I said, yeah. I thought it was a beech, but oh, okay. Yeah. Peach nut. Well, a peach no. nut would sound even better. It was kind of like a little... <laughs> tobacco and he yeah. would chew it only when he worked out on the car or the yard he'd smoke a pipe sometimes too and, oh. and not in the house and I remember my dad my dad gave me a little bit I, I was gonna at, ask did I you ever at, try yes, it I was curious okay, and so yeah. he he gave me a few little pieces and I put it in my mouth and he was like chew on it so I you know chewed on it and he I did you give you a buzz no it didn't give me a buzz but as I was uh, he was in the garage, and as I was leaving the garage, he warned me as I was swallowing. Oh. He warned me. He was like, "Don't swallow oh, it. No. You need. You have to spit it. Like spit it out when you get the juices flowing. You spit it out." But I was swallowing at that time, and it burns. <gasps> oh, it burns. Okay, no people don't yes. eat your peach <laughs> your peach nut. nut. It burns. Don't eat, peach nut. don't eat your peach nut. Peach nut. Oh, someday oh, I have to tell you the uh, I have peach story, but um so that yeah, I remember 
you know, we, we tried things like my dad would smoke a cigar. He would let us take little puffs off of him. And, you know, it was just like a little bonding. Amy, you're very well rounded. (laughs) (laughs) You know how to choose. (laughs) What else do you want to do? Build a house. (laughs) Yeah. Change a tire. Change, change a tire. Clothes. Change a kid. I mean, up between my mom's daycare and my yeah. dad. Yeah, no. And those were super fun times. And then I graduated from high school and um, I went to Clackamas Community College. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do for school. I wanted to do a lot of things. And school was hard, so I was like, oh, I'll start with community college. Mm-hmm. I danced in at uh, school, and then I was a cheerleader for the basketball team. And uh, still continued to swim, not, on, not at the college, but just at a club level. Yeah. And then um, I... What? Go ahead. No, I was gonna, never mind. Oh. I was just going to say I hate getting my hair wet. I love swimming, but I hate getting my hair wet. Oh, and that re- like that reminds me of like when we showered oh. and all the <laughs> all of us girls, we had a huge swim team and sometimes some of the other high schools had small bathrooms and we had such a large swim team and a girl section of the swim team. We girls would have to shower in the boys while they're like also showering and getting dressed so you learn how to uh change underneath the towel mm-hmm. like real quick and yeah and I mean the girls room we showered in the you know a big huge 20 you know spigot or 25 spigot uh That's shower <laughs> and nobody cared and actually on when we would swim on the weekends usually it was like the older males and females who would be swimming in the pool because it's really good on your you know on your body parts mm-hmm. and all the older lady all the older ladies would be super you know in their in their women bodies you know mm-hmm. and they, they wouldn't give a damn you know they're just you know it doesn't matter hanging if you loose. have a five yeah hanging loose what doesn't matter if you're five or 20 or 50 or 60. So hey, don't make fun of fifty-year-old. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. We still got it. Not far behind. <laughs> not far behind. Listen, and, sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And then I, I actually quit college. That was a hard day. I knew I was gonna quit, and I knew my mom when wasn't going to be happy. <laughs> like my mom had big, she wanted big things for us. Yeah. And I was just having a really hard time that second year. And I wanted to go to dance school. So I quit college and went to June Taylor School of Dance. And mm. went to dance school for, I don't know, I want to say I got like four months in. And then I got real sick, something similar to mono, but I mm. lost a lot of weight. And was like couldn't work out a whole lot couldn't dance Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. and I was tired of being broke so I decided I wanted to work I wanted some money so I signed up with a temp agency and worked like 30 jobs so I could figure out what I wanted to do try a bunch of different things I Uh did I went from like a t-shirt company (laughs) making t-shirts to I worked for the Oregonian that's when I worked for the Oregonian and I worked for 
lots of other businesses in between. And eventually I worked at some insurance companies and then eventually landed a job at an oral and maxillofacial surgeon's office. Oh, that's right. Yes, I've heard you talk yeah. about that. And then I worked there for about four, five years. And then I left there when I had Ethan. So mm-hmm. I was single. Then Tim and I got married and um, and then had Ethan. And, and I exited that. And I was a stay-at-home mom after that. Oh. So. Well crazy yeah you just never know no I wanted to go back yeah I did want to go back I loved oral surgery I loved surgery if I if I could get through the school part I would have gone back and been a surgeon because blood and guts didn't bother me then the older I'm getting it does bother me now but yeah yeah, nothing I mean I was the mom you know super pregnant would watch like the horse story you know, deliveries, yeah. none of that bothered me. Oh, wow. None of it. No, n- yeah, I could watch all. C- the only kind of surgery I can't watch, couldn't watch then, can't watch now, is eye, like eyeball, oh, you know, LASIK or yeah. any kind of eye surgery. That to me. The bones tend to bug me. <clears throat> like, like I watch the the feet doctor and all oh, that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. And, you oh. know, you hear them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in oral surgery that I mean you hear that all day long Ugh. and then that there then you also have to be careful of smells because in oral oh surgery god. oh my god yeah so oh, and, even just the crater on my thigh where after she oh. took the ice cream scoop of skin out she cauterized it. it oh my god <laughs> the smell it's awful yes. they nope. had masks on I did not <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. None of that stuff, yeah, none of that stuff bothered me. And I actually did, when I worked for the surgeon, um, I did administrative work. But um, back in the day, you could hold chin during a surgery. So you could actually, so surgery chairs have like a metal plate in the back where you, we could put patients to sleep. Mm -hmm. So it would hold your neck back so Mm -hmm. you didn't have to stick a tube down your throat. And you Mm -hmm. could actually put them to sleep and it would keep your airway open. But you would have to have somebody hold their chin and their face in place, make sure they're like not getting too doped up and, you know, curl over on the right or the left. Mm -hmm. So somebody would hold chin. So if you held chin, you got to see the entire surgery. And it, for me, it was amazing. It was so so cool. I'm glad for people like like you, uh, though. uh, (laughs) Removing, removing um, molars, Mm. removing all teeth. We used to remove all teeth for dentures. We did biopsies. We had cancer patients. He would actually go into surgery at the hospital and do like uh, somebody was in an accident and uh, they would take like a toe, a big toe joint and stick it in the mouth joint to replace the joint that was injured. He'd peel back faces like all, no. your, all your skin, do surgery and then, you know, then... Yeah, big like big. Huge yeah, that I, I don't know that. Yeah, those might be a little bit too much for me. Thank God yeah. for people that can do, do that. that. Yeah, we and need he, you. they were so so <laughs> oh my good. Gosh, because I could never in a million <laughs> years. Yeah, it was really the best. Wow. 
I mean, I love my job now, but when, mm-hmm. as you're becoming a young adult and, you know, figuring out life, it was a really good job to yeah. have. It was yeah. one of my favorite jobs. So uh, we should talk about like jobs, jobs, jobs. Yeah. Cause I have lots of stories about that. I went. So we can talk about, yeah. Okay. I won't say anything. <laughs> first, first job, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Whole nother episode. Well, let's so, see. So yeah, that's I awesome. Mean, that was fun. That was a good story. On. I know we learned. What, this I is learned a lot. We're learning things about one another. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all the th- you know, all the things. It sometimes it takes a while. I mean, I was thinking about it the last week when we were you and I both knew that our times were coming up. You kind of have to revisit memories you haven't, you know, remembered or haven't gone back to in a long time. So I should have went through a bunch of old photo albums before <laughs> I did mine. <laughs> I think I, I did. I pre- think you two need to I get your DNA it. done. I yes. know. Yes. Let's do yes. It. Okay. We will do that. We Maybe might, we'll we'll we do it this summer. We're related to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who we might find out. Maybe we'll find out we're related to somebody super famous. Yeah. Maybe. I like mean, Sophie. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be one of my 3,000 closest relatives. <laughs> I feel like it, between Italians, mm-hmm. I mean, there are definitely like these larger family groups. When you were talking about your family and what you used to do, my dad's side of the family, while we did that stuff like camping and stuff, mm-hmm. we were very integrated in each other's lives. All my cousins here, they're kind of like the brothers I never had. We're all super close. We're close to this day. And I just... I just wouldn't give up any of those memories for yeah. anything. I love that. I forgot to talk about my cousins. Shoot. Sorry if you guys are listening. <laughs> Shit. Mike, Mike and to Michelle. To be continued. And Julie. Dot, dot, dot. And, oh, my God. <coughs> okay, so anyway, yeah, whole another aspect of, yeah, playing with the cousins when I was young. But as life went on, we kind of yeah. drifted apart, you know. So I yeah. really don't. Nothing ever happened. There was no falling out. I just don't really keep in touch with Sometimes my family. Yeah. yeah, and it's terrible. I think because my parent, my parents' parents got married young, then my parents got young, we all grew up together, yeah. and that was super helpful. Like, my second cousin is the same age as my regular cousin, so my dad's cousin is the same age as, like, yeah. my first cousin, and so... Having mm-hmm. all that grown up, my cousin Michelle, which I'm sure you'll meet because I know she wants to come. She lives locally. Um, she actually lived with us when we lived in Tualatin. We had actually a ton of people live with us. Whoa. So we have lots of people lived with my family. We, all of us girls, learned early on <laughs> that my parents. I mean, they, my parents live with my sister, so now they lock the door. But my parents had an open door policy. Matter of fact, if the door was locked, something was wrong. Ah. And all kinds of people, my friends, after we graduated from high school, would just like walk up, walk in. I, I wouldn't be home. My sisters wouldn't be home. They'd just walk into my parents' house because my parents always had this yeah. open door policy. And we always had well, a good portion mm-hmm. of several years. We always had people living with us, friends, cousins. My parents' best friends lived with us. Another friend lived with us. So we're all very integrated in community. The thing that's good about that is you really learn how to uh, meander socially or Mm -hmm. get, you know, 
Yeah. Like with other people and learn how to deal with all kinds of different personalities. Some people, I think, get stressed with that type of scenario, kind of scenarios. I would. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I'm just... Well, yeah. But one thing I like, the positive spin on it, I was thinking that, Sophie, as she was telling (laughs) me, thinking, oh my God, I don't know. But then again, I think... If you learn it young, yes, it it, hel- it makes it seem more normal. And then when you get older, it's not so hard, yeah. You know, to be in various different social situations. Oh, it's true because we, I mean, because we started out young. We've yeah. all, I mean, we've all lived back at home before. I mean, but oh, after you left, home, yeah, you after I left home, yeah. and moved back home and even my parents in the last like 10 years, uh, they've been in houses where they rented rooms out. And so, I mean, when the kids and I lived with my parents, you know, seven years ago, mm-hmm. they had one or two people living with them at the time. So wow. that was just part of our like mm-hmm. family dynamic. My parents are very communi- community yeah. oriented. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And that makes people feel like they're at home away from home mm-hmm. or at home if they didn't have a home. So, yeah, well, that's nice. Yeah. nice. So. Family's family. Aww. Aww. So sweet. So, yeah, that was a good that's me. In a nutshell. It. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. This was really fun, you guys, yeah. getting to know everybody. Yeah. Well, as they say, until adios. next time. Oh, <laughs> adios. Until next time. Adios. Au revoir. <laughs> French, whatever. Oh, my Jimmy gosh. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye. All right, well, that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate you listening to us, and we look forward to hanging out with you next Wednesday. Please join us. And in the meantime, please follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. Also, we would love to hear from you and hear some of your juicy stories. You can email us your stories at rxop.yourstory.com at gmail.com. Until next week. Bye. Bye.